It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. Somebody's been messing with these uh, switches since the last time we've done a show. I have not touched them at all, Dennis. I've been away. I've been, well, we've been doing holiday stuff. Uh, you know, it was in the bag, and so it probably got ruffled around. But, yeah, anyway, we missed the show on the 23rd. Or, yeah, I think that we were supposed to do one on the 23rd, and then the 26th we didn't have one. So it's been almost, it's been a week since we've had a show. It has been, and so we, we've got to use our memories here and uh, and slip back a little bit, all the way back to December the 21st. Now, there hasn't been a lot going on uh, to fill our minds uh, with, but uh, we did have some boys basketball that night. You at least went out and saw a game. Yeah, I had I forgotten did. that I didn't do anything that night. Yeah, there was there was light going into the holiday break, and then we had even less happening with uh, the snow out. It was almost more cold and wind uh, over the, that weekend, but we, we've made it here. We're going to have a lot of SC4 games. There's teams that have played and are playing in the round ball classic today and in the future. Uh, there's other showcases teams are at. So we'll definitely have some things to talk about uh, here when kids aren't in school before we get into conference play. True story. I got frozen out of my car. Uh, Andrew had to come over and, and get it open for me. I couldn't get in. It was completely frozen on all sides, all four doors. See, I had all four doors frozen, but I was able to, like, pry it, like, just really lean back and crack it open, basically. Well, he showed me a trick, and it works. All right. Well, yeah. uh, anyway, and we'll I'll, go I'll all the way you, back. I'll tell you about it off the air. We'll go back to what? Last Wednesday I with uh, Crosslex and PH Boys, Cross-Lex, right? Crosslex, PH Boys is what we'll start with, and uh, where we'll finish, well, only time will tell. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garrett Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Garrett Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with Dennis and uh, Brady knocking the uh, the rust off or the ice off, however you want to put it, and uh, getting back. It It feels... Feels like a long time since we've done a show, and I guess it has been. Yeah, I mean, a, for us, a week is a long time, and but like you said, there's actually not that much we missed. Uh, we'll start back all the way a week ago when Port Huron played Cross Lex, and Port Huron started off. I think they were down again. Geez, pardon my memory because it's again a week ago, but they were down like six or nine nothing uh, before. Anyone got in their seats? Typical Croslex. But at the end of the first quarter, it was 14-12. to 12. And I really liked the fight and the resolve from Port Huron to come back and not just roll over and die, which teams have done against Croslex. They kept fighting. But the second quarter, Croslex kept the pressure on, got it to a 13-point lead at halftime. And the third quarter, they just started off, I think, on like a 10-0 or 12-0 run. Ended up winning 74-49. I thought Donovan McDonald had his best game of the year so far. He had 23 points, and he did a really good job of neutralizing to Wynell Benjamin, who did end up with 12, but a lot of it came later in the game when McDonald was already out. Uh, he was a he was the kind of the, the straw that was stirring the drink for Croslex last week. 
when, I mean, Crutch had 16, Kolakovich had 10, but it was going through McDonald, and they kind of tested him a little with a solid big man with Benjamin, and McDonald passed with flying colors. Yeah, and I I think he needed this, Brady, because they're six games into it, and he really hadn't been like the guy yet. The first quarter against Marysville in the first game, uh, and then he didn't see much action after that because they had things so well in hand that a lot of kids got to play that night. But it, but in the games in between, he really wasn't a factor against Northern. He really wasn't a factor against Armada. Uh, you know, I didn't see the two road games, but we were talking about other guys more than we were mentioning his name. So to see him have a big 23-point effort and know that he was a dominant factor in a dominant win, at least score-wise. Um, right, and it was. I mean, Port Huron had put the effort in. They just didn't, again, play in a really talented team. They're just not quite at that level. And Cross Lex took advantage of it, just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And, I mean, they had scored – PH had only scored 26 points through three quarters. And uh, I, I'm starting – the P. Mullins fan club. I want <laughs> to did, see him get some minutes. He did come in uh, in the fourth quarter, and ha- I mean, they just started rotating everyone because Port Huron doesn't have a super deep bench. But Peyton Mullins came in, hit three threes, uh, almost hit a fourth. It was one of those that you thought was going in, pop back out, and he ended up with eleven points. He was the second leading scorer for Port Huron, so that was uh, that was a nice showing. And again, Port Huron has good players. They have some depth it's it's not a lack of talent it's funny um even talking uh, about St. Clair with this too both those teams might go into league play with one win apiece both those teams very well could win the silver yeah uh yeah it's weird and we'll talk about St. Clair a little bit later because I did see them uh on Thursday but um P- uh, PH we, we know the talents there we both like Benjamin a lot we, we love Connor Rosenau. I'm, t- I'm, saying, I'm going to call it right now. There's going to be a game for Benjamin when he plays a team that doesn't have a big that can match up where he scores 25 or more. Yeah. He's going to have a monster night one night against a team in the Max Silver that struggles and because he's got the fundamentals for being a big man. He's smooth. He has nice footwork. It's just he is he, a little bit of a maturation process when you're going up against some of the Best of the best in the area. But when he has a mismatch, I think I could see him just feed the post, feed the post, feed yeah. the post, feed the post. And, and they have they have some exciting players. I mean, Foy is an exciting player. Uh, we Nate Oriole hasn't been playing. He did play in this one. So that's a, that's a good start a for them. Uh, and I know Peyton's maybe a little undersized, and maybe they're worried about defense, but he can score. Hey. He can score because he can shoot the three. Yes, and that's a, that's the way it's going. And like you said, Connor Rosenau out there too is he just will solid. just be very consistent. And if nothing else, even if he's not scoring, he'll be the guy that calms the waters and tries to set up the offense. But he will have the like you know he's just solid. Ever ten points, ten rebounds, whatever numbers don't wow you. But he will have games this year where he scores 20 points. Oh, yeah. But, again, Port Huron has guys that when they play competition in the Max Silver that this non-conference will help them, much like with Benjamin. If Deontay Foy is going up against guards that aren't as athletic as him and if there's a significant gap there, 
I could see him having a 20-point game where he either gets to the free throw line all the time because they have to hack him or he attacks and just gets by guys. And Croslex, I mean, it's it's a solid bounce back win after losing your first home game to just put the hurt on a team and, and put up 74 points. Croslex is one bad luck or good luck shot away from being 5-1. and one. Right. And, um, and then the Northern game, they lost by four to a really good Northern team. Yes. And, I mean, yeah. Well this, so, so this could be a special four, Northern team. They're, they're four and two, and their combined total in their losses is five points. They play Michigan Center tomorrow at the Spring Arbor shot clock thing. Um, and Spring Arbor is four and two. I don't know if a bad loss to Olivet and a loss to Onstead means anything. They've beaten Concord, Leslie, Vander Cook Lake and Grass Lake. If any of that means something to you, not, awesome. Not much to me. I know that Grass Lake is a long drive away, and yep. I know that Vander Cook Lake is somebody Brown City played in eight man football. Yes, <laughs> I had I had a teammate at Wayne State that went to Michigan Center, and he was one of like five kids on the team that went to a smaller school than I did. That's what I can tell you about Michigan Center. Uh, so that would be a nice win for them down at uh, Spring Arbor before they before they come back uh, to, for league play after when they go to Yale, which will be a tough test. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, boys' games from a week ago, Lamphere beat Marine City 83-49, to and Brown City beat Burton Atherton 56-51. to There were also a couple of girls' games last Wednesday. Um, Ubley beats USA 34-24. Goodrich beat Emily City, and again, Emily City plays a tough team, but takes a big loss. This one was sixty-five to thirty-one. Yeah, that's that's the tough one because I just want to see a little more competitiveness because we saw it with Frankenmuth, and you know what happens once you give a pass, but that's two good teams you went up against, and you fell well short. We know you're going to be good for the BWAC. But MLA City's goal is no longer just, hey, win a BWAC and win a district. They want to win the regional and get back to a quarterfinal because, Dennis, I know a couple years ago they're still thinking they should have been playing in a semifinal in the 2021 year. Yeah, and, and Frankenmuth, Goodrich, teams like that, those are the teams that you're going to face in regionals right, those and are class B games. In your, yeah, in your region. So um, One hockey game, I'm going to tell you the score, and then I, I want you to, to tell me. How many goals Caleb Lettner had? All right. 10-2, Thumb Legion beat North Oakland. Probably four. He had one goal and one assist. Really? This was a close game until the third period, and then Legion went off for six goals, led by Matt Cummings, two goals and two assists, Colton Hopper, or Hooper, sorry, two goals and an assist, Wyatt Ryan, two goals and an assist, Marshall Ryan, a goal and two assists, Lettner had a goal and an assist. My favorite name in hockey, Gabe Vanderlip, with a goal and an assist. And Chase uh, Tulaski had the other goal for Thumb Legion, so they were spreading it around in a 10-2 uh, win. That's a, that's a really nice win for them. All right, let's, let's move to the uh, last night of last week that we did any work. Um, you saw a couple of girls' basketball games. So the first half of the Jim Weimer tournament got played, the semifinal games, we just didn't get the finals game, so this will be rescheduled for another time. Hopefully, uh, 
But, yeah, I, I was disappointed because I wanted to see Port Huron play Marysville to see where these two teams stacked up. I mean, Port Huron just kind of suffocated Northern 43-22, and Northern just didn't have a lot of firepower to counteract Port Huron High. Uh, Port Huron High started off on like a 7-9-0 or run, and there wasn't much they could do after that, and it was a very even uh, night of scoring. Izzy Trombley had 11. Ileana Williams had 11, and then the rest of the Big Reds scored enough. Mashaila Hughes had six. Five points for Kaylin Struthers. Four points for Deja Brown. Balon had three. Mullins had three. They just did enough, and here's the other thing. Uh, Jade Freeman, hey, she scored what she was going to score. She had 15. The rest of the team had seven for Northern. That's a, hey, you talk about letting your stars get theirs and shutting down everyone else. It's kind of what they did, and it worked. Uh, Northern never scored more than seven points in a quarter in the 43-22 loss. Uh, it, it might just be that, Jim. I don't know. Port Huron scored 43, no problem. I, I, I know, but but I'm just talking about, for whatever reason, for the Northern girls, because they've now played eight quarters in that gym and scored 32 points. Again, I just people say the rims are the most unforgiving rims. I don't buy it. Like, I just, I've seen enough games in that gym where we've seen shooters go off in that gym. It's, it's rarer. Uh, we've seen teams score. I don't know if it's just the way that when Marysville's usually good in both boys and girls, usually it's more defense than offense. Like, you don't get a Marysville team that's running up and down, trading possessions. Maybe that's part of it. I don't buy the white wall background. There's other gyms that have white walls. I, it's just something, though. It's probably it's more of a mental thing than anything else, but they, they must walk in there and there's something that they don't like about that gym because they've had eight bad quarters in there, and I'm beginning to think it's – not a coincidence, but it's an anomaly because are they the high-powered offense scoring 50 points a game? No, but it, they do better than this everywhere else they play. They should be scoring 30 points minimum a game. Then, yeah, Marysville, they've struggled. Port here on Northern, they, they have the right ingredients. It's just Coach Rossi being there uh, – First-year head coach at Northern, trying to figure out what to do. It it just feels like you're trying to find the ways to make everything tick right. And it's it's a learning process. And the good news is you have two more years after this to really let this team excel. The one problem is them not having a post player kind of don't have to you know help off you don't have to worry about the paint it's all dribble drive it's it takes an element out of the game and and no you don't need a jersey mcgregor in there which at the end of last year was going 20 and 20 yeah but even just some post presence i think would open it up that's the one thing northern's missing yeah uh so marysville st Clair was the uh the second uh game you've seen both these teams a couple of times now uh, Brady, this one was a 16-point game. Is that the way it went? Yes. Yes, it is. I'll, I'll just tell you straight up. The fire and the drive St. Clair had to beat Marysville the first time they played just wasn't there. It felt like St. Clair was, hey, we beat them. 
we, we did it. We already got them. And Marysville was a little pissed off. They lost to them uh, a couple weeks ago, and they came for blood, and they just smothered them. It was 12-4 to after the first quarter. It was an 11-point game at halftime. St. Clair pulled within 10 by the third quarter. And then Marysville just choked them out in 142-26, and that was – that was that. Avery Wolters had 16. Ava Grant had 10. Uh, Ashlyn Zimmer had 11 for St. Clair. No one else had more than four. Like that's, it just, it it didn't feel like St. Clair had the energy they did when they played at home. Now maybe part of it was that the St. Clair boys were playing that night and the Marysville boys were playing that night. So the gym wasn't as full. Uh, it was the holidays, bad weather. So there wasn't as many people in the gym. Maybe that's part of it, but I don't know. I felt like this was a chance for St. Clair. If they would have went to Marysville and beat them again, that really cements them as, hey, we're turning the tide on this rivalry, at least for this year. We're the better team, and Marysville just just pummeled them. Well, when when they're going, when they're doing what they do good, it's hard to get the ball up the floor on them. They They, they force turnovers. They make you make mistakes, um, and because you'll always say, "Well, St. Clair's got a size advantage there; they should do better than." If you can't get the ball up the court and get into your half court offense, you can't put the ball into the post. Right, and the size advantage didn't prove as as uh, tough this time for Marysville. Yeah, Karen Miller only had three points. It's a good sign when Miller has three points and you win by sixteen. I like that Ava Grant had 10 because she plays hard, and that's somebody that, that uh, the last time I saw them, I think she scored four points, and she could have had 24 Yeah, because she was getting looks. She was taking good shots, and they were halfway down, popping back out. She was having one of those nights. So I'm happy to see that someone in for her this time around. And, and she's the type of player you don't like to play against because she'll just annoy you on the court because she never stops going with her and Megan Winston out on the court it's got to be the most annoying team to play against for any guard <laughs> that's a good word to use for it yeah because because it is they're, they're like little gnats they're just they're they're you're swatting at them yeah. all night long and they're swatting at the ball and knocking it away and taking it away from you I did want to see Mary's OPH but unfortunately we didn't get that game yeah that would have been a very interesting measuring stick for both sides well I, I would have been interested too to see a northern response against st Clair the second time yeah around. could northern beat them twice and how does st Clair bounce back after losing to to marysville yeah do, do they have a different attitude going into that one all right uh i saw boys basketball uh back on thursday night um first off they've done a wonderful job at cardinal mooney with the gym they gave it a, a nice little paint job they've got some new lights the the I showed you a picture. The floor was just sparkling, and it just looked great. Um, so I know they put a lot of hard work into that. Then Mooney and St. Clair. Okay, it's a low scoring game, Brady, forty one to forty. Mooney wins this one by a single uh, point, but the pace was more like eighty one to eighty. These teams were going up and down the court fast and hard, but. There was a lot of good defense. There were a lot of possessions where, like, you're like, wow, that, that it isn't that these teams aren't, aren't playing well. It's 
that their defense is cranked up. Um, and I found out after the fact that Catavero was playing under the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, he had had a, a fever of 102 the night before. So he wasn't a big factor in in the game. Nobody was really nobody really went off and yet um I think we had 14 three-pointers made in the game. Each team made seven three-pointers. Uh Essien was sick for St. Clair and he didn't play much. Felt like and, everyone was. And he's been a big scorer for them. So it it was a really interesting game. The one thing that Mooney's not happy about is down the stretch they were two of nine shooting free throws. That'll make coaches upset because they could have won this game a lot sooner than they did. Like it didn't need to go down to the wire. They could have put this thing away, but they 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 couldn't make free throws. Finally, Quentin Hilliker, who finished with eleven points, he had three threes, and finally they got him the ball with everybody else missing. Guys that are usually surefire. We're on the, they got Hilliker the ball. He got fouled. He knocked down a couple of free throws that snapped a streak where they had missed seven straight. And you know that's it, tough. It, it, and and it and it was Rice and it was uh, guys that knocked down free throws that were missing the uh, free throws. Um, but uh, eleven for Hilliker. Trent Rice had nine points. They held him to just two in the second half. He scored a layup on the first play of the second half. And then nothing the rest of the game. So it was a really good uh, defensive game. Braylon Franz led St. Clair, but he only had nine points. Um, offensively, I, I think he's he's got a big upside. And with Hunter Richardson out, they need that. Um, Cooper Pennewell plays well, but Cooper Pennewell has a pension for getting in foul trouble. That's why you need Richardson, so you have three bigs to work with. Yeah. Uh, Michael Reed gave them a, a shot in the arm, uh, too. He played uh, pretty well and knocked down a couple of three-pointers. It was just – it was a good basketball game. And if you, you, you look at the score, you go, well, it was a close game, 41-40. to 40. But you also look at it and go, that's a low score. Yeah, I know they have a different score someplace it, else. Yeah, it, was just, was, it just said on the MHSA it was in dispute. And I was just – yeah, it was the same score you just gave. It, it, it was 41-38 was another score I saw. But, no, Reed hit a – it was 41-37 and Reed hit a three-pointer at the buzzer right. to make it 41-40. I saw the arms go up and I saw them count right. the basket. And they put it up on the scoreboard. Anyway, what I was going to say with this is that since St. Clair started 1-1, one and one, they've lost three straight. But here are their losses. Seven-point loss to New Haven, which I believe they were tied going into the fourth quarter. The one-point overtime loss to Anchor Bay. Game that they had chances to win. And should have won. Yes. By hook or by crook, they they didn't help themselves. They didn't get any outside help, and they still lost that game. And then the Mooney game, which, okay, it was a, for all intents and purposes, it was a four-point loss, but a, cha- a game they could have won. Now they have Arthur Hill tonight at the SC4 Showcase. That's not getting any easier. <laughs> what I mean, they have to figure out a way to find ways to win because you know who they start their league schedule with? At Lakeview, at Port Huron. Those are two games that could determine their, if they go 0-2 in those games, their league title hopes might be done before it even gets started. And, and I really feel like they're a good team. 
I really feel that. Well, like we said about PH, they could go in to league play one and five, and I would be talking about St. Clair like they have a chance to win that league. But I, I also say this, and, and I'm, I'm big on this, uh, Brady, and I know everybody, oh, they got other kids that need to step up. and do it. You got to have your horses. And right now, Richardson being out is a big deal. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. He's going to cast on the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's he's a guy that does stuff and makes a difference for them, both ends of the court. Right. He's a rebounder. He can score in the post. He defends well. Uh, and the other guy, they, it was noticeable. Not, I mean, Essien tried to play. He maybe played five, six minutes in that game. Didn't make a shot. Didn't come close. And this is a guy that strokes him right. from three-point land, or at least has been all season long. You, you take a guy that can knock down four to five threes in a ball game for you, and now we're talking about this isn't a close game anymore. Right. And I'm sure Mooney's talking about how they only scored 41 points. That'll probably be a season low for them. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's. And they're going, hey, we, we had our problems too. We don't have Everhart, a three-point shooter, and Catavera was playing sick. Right. You know, so uh, they're, they're saying we're happy with our win. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, St. Clair's got to just figure out a way to find a way to win. I don't care if you get an ugly win at first, but. It feels like they just need to get a game where they end up with more points than the other team at the end of the at the end of the night. Oh, and I, I want to get a shout in real quick before I forget. Luke Bright didn't score, mm-hmm. but I thought he had a great game. He he was the guy that came in and spelled Catavera. Yeah, and I thought he was really solid because again, he's going against McCartney, he's going against Penwell, and he did a really good job. All right, sounds great. Uh, one other score from. Last Thursday, Richmond beat Marysville 69-31. Kind of expected that Richmond's rolling, especially after that win over Notre Dame prep. Yeah, um, no surprise there. Uh, just three games last night, a couple of boys games. Armada beats Anchor Bay 65-53. to uh, That's at a tournament uh, at Anchor Bay. Yep. Uh, and I, I don't know if they're playing Rochester or they Gross play Point Gross North. They Point North. Okay, so Gross Point North won that game. Uh, and uh, Old Redford beat Imlay City 57-44. to um, I thought that it was some kind of a tournament. It's at the round ball classic. Okay, so they didn't have a, a game tonight. Uh, and in girls basketball, Romulus holds off Port here in high 41-33. to That might have been at the round ball classic? I think so. I know Port Huron goes everywhere but their own gym to play games. So. <laughs> it does seem that way. All right, so that catches you up on all the scores, but there's a lot going on today, both at SC4 where their showcase gets uh, going, and there's some other games too that uh, we should probably uh, talk about, and we'll do that when we come back. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, 
Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. So you say we've we've been slackers uh, lately. We'll make up for it over the next uh, three days. We will do 13 games. Yes. A lot of them, actually all of them at SC4, right? All of them at SC4. And that's all we have until the new year. So why don't you go over the SC4 schedule? Yeah, for, for today. Five on Thursday and four on Friday. We'll get going uh, this afternoon. Brady will do the first two games. Yale's girls going up against Marine City's girls. Yeah, uh, I'm interested in that one. Yeah, that, that's that at four o'clock. One I'm keeping a close eye on because I think both those teams are talented and I want to see where they stack up because Yale 
took it on the chin against North Branch, and Marine City's been either they win by 60 or they lose. And they haven't had a, the, that grinded out win, and I think this is a good chance for both sides to really prove themselves a little bit. Yeah, uh, and then the Yale boys will take on Birch Run uh, in the uh, second game that uh, Brady will have. We know about the Yale boys. They're pretty solid. Yeah, they're, Birch I mean, they're Run, still undefeated. Birch Run, I mean, I haven't seen a Birch Run basketball game since the early 90s. Yeah, that was one of the teams you covered, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they were always very athletic. I can tell you right now, Birch Run's 1-4, and four, and their only win is against Unionville Seabuin. They've lost to Alma, Lutheran Seminary, Freeland, and Bay City Central. So it sounds like a winnable game for Yale. And again, I'm just saying, if Yale beats Birch Run and Peck, might be undefeated when Cross Lex comes to town on the 5th. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so don't ruin my fun. I'm, I'm trying not to. Not I'm you, not Yale. To. Come on, get the win. And again, like I said with Yale is, in the two games I saw them against Marine City and Marysville, I didn't never felt like they were really tested and had to dig deep. I don't know if Birch Run will offer that. I don't know if Peck will offer that. But I'd like to see them have to grind out a fourth quarter before you go cross Lex at home because that's a hard switch to flip on having not done it at all during the season. Yeah. Uh, the two late games uh, tonight, a uh, girls game between Brown City and uh, Landmark. Haven't seen either one of these teams play. Historic moment. Landmark's first game on GetStuckOnSports.com. Yep. Uh, and in boys basketball, St. Clair against Saginaw Arthur Hill. That'll be worth staying up for. Yeah, that's the, the, the main event tonight, but it yeah, I just I don't know Anything about Arthur Hill? I know they're usually a really solid team. I know traditionally they'll have athletes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know they're. I'm almost positive that they're, they're pretty solid this year. And that St. Clair again. We just talked about it in the last segment. We'll have their hands full. They're only two and three, but their losses are Flint Powers, Davison, and Grand Haven. They've beaten Freeland and Roseville. Interesting. Again, I just. Like to see the Saints put up a win. All right, so then tomorrow I'll go back early and do three games. K-Pack against Peck in girls uh, basketball, followed by K-Pack and Richmond in boys basketball, followed by another boys game, Elmont against Madison Heights Bishop Foley, uh, which uh, I'll be rooting for Elmont openly in that one, and that will probably be the best game of the three that I see. And Stefani will have to come up and give you another Bishop Foley shirt. They'll have to do more than that to buy my love. Hey, you you wear the Bishop Foley <laughs> shirt. I do. It's a nice shirt. Yes, it is. It's a nice it, shirt. It very much is. So, yeah, we'll have those three. And then at night, it's not quite back-to-back, -back, which is good and bad. It's nice because you don't have to have the quick changeover between games. But it's also like you just get in a groove and you just go, 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 go. You don't think you just go. And it's what, Schwartz Creek and Crosslex Girls. And then... Genesee Christian, which we know is really solid, ones that knocked out Mooney last year, yeah, taking on PHU. Talk about a team that schedules tough. Emily City's doing it. St. Clair's doing it. PH is really doing it because they also added at the end of the year Michigan Collegiate. This might be one situation where PH has more horses, but the two horses that Genesee Christian has, they're fast and they shoot the lights out, and, and, and I think they're both back. They're fast, and they shoot 
the lights out. That could be a fun high-scoring basketball game. Uh, and yes, then it could be. And, and then you'll be up late and then turn around and come in early on Friday to see the Marysville boys take on Cass City, followed by the Marysville girls against Meridian. Yeah, so I'll get both sets of Vikings games. And then there'll be a little bit of a break because I've got the two late ones yes. on uh, Friday night. Uh, as uh, St. Clair goes up against Goodrich in girls basketball. That will be test. a test. Um, and uh, then the PH girls take on Farwell, who I don't know a whole lot about. I know Farwell is just a little town up in the middle of Michigan <laughs> that we have surprisingly a lot of connections to. Yeah. yeah like a for a little nothing town, there's like a lot of coaches at a lot of different schools either came from there or up there. And somehow, someway, are connected to Farwell. So, we'll, we'll see how they, they do against the Big Reds. A game that's not involved with the SC4 uh, Classic uh, that's going on tonight that I, I want to spend a little time on is uh, the, a boys game. Port Huron Northern's playing Ann Arbor Skyline uh, in the Round Ball Classic. The game's at Ferndale. Um, and Northern off to a 3-0 start, Brady, with... Wins over Chippewa Valley, PH, and Crosslex. Yep. Uh, and, and they've played really well. They're very exciting. We know about Tyler Jamison. The three freshmen have been really exciting. Luke Maher. Luke Maher has uh, been uh, good. Uh, they bring Clark and Cole off the bench, too. So Northern's deeper this year. And they're very exciting, very fun to watch. Ann Arbor Skyline is um, a good basketball team, too. They're off to a 3-1 and one start. They've beaten Northville, Celine, and Ann Arbor Pioneer, and their only loss was in double overtime to West Bloomfield, who's 5-1. and one. Their last two games have gone to overtime. Their three wins by a combined eight points. Yeah, and for Northern, this is a win or a game that if you win, we can start to pump, pump you up a little bit to stick our chest out about, about Northern because in – Two days after that, I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the next show, they play Hamtramck, who might be better than Skyline. But yeah. you go down and win at this big round ball classic that's kind of the showcase of some of the best of the best in the state, and you get a win over a Skyline team, yeah, we can start touting you a little bit more and and flexing our muscles about, yeah, this is what we have over here. They're, they're a pretty good team. You better take notice. Skyline's got a big Sam Kolig. Um, and I don't know why they didn't post box scores for their last two games. So the first two games, he had 17 with 12 rebounds in the first game and 24 with eight rebounds in the second game, uh, and he's big and tall, and he also can shoot the three. And I'm guessing they're going to put Tyler Jamison on him because despite him being a guard, usually he ends up guarding the big man. And usually he, if, if Northern wants to go into the post, he's usually their post guy. Right. So, uh, and then the other guy you got to look, uh, I believe it's pronounced Ben Still or Ben Stille, S-T-I-L-L-E, but uh, he had uh, 10 and 19 in their first two games, so he's a, he's a shooter too, um, but they've played close games. Their average game is decided by three and a half points. That sounds like a fun one. Uh, tomorrow, Croslex is, I think we talked about it playing Michigan Center. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that again for all the games going on. Interesting, Marysville's girls play Parma Western tonight. 
Yes. Which is kind of an adopted school for us because we had to go out there and, and they, watch a football game. And they were very nice to us. They were really nice to us. Had a great press box, too. Uh, and tonight, Sandusky takes on Deckerville. Aldemont going for win 796, which if he gets it, would put him one away from tying the all-time state record. Which is ridiculous. Yes. Very ridiculous. Just, yeah. <laughs> and he's done in, what, like 1,004 games or something now? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Anyways, uh, we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll uh, have our final segment in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year. Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. 
For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady uh, Beaton, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. We did miss a tournament, didn't we? Yes, we did. Mooney has their annual Christmas tournament. Uh, it'll be memphis Algonac, which is the second time these two teams play in, like, what, two weeks? And and Algonac beat a big the first time. Yeah, they played on the, the 14th, so, yeah. It starts tomorrow, so twice in 15 days they play each other, which is a little odd. And then Mooney plays Clintondale, which that one is one I'd be excited for and, and want to take a look at because Clintondale's four and one. I don't know how great their wins have been, but they're still four and one. And Mooney's trying to get it going before league play starts. And, and you know Clintondale again; they'll have athletes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, they're they're probably playing, but they wouldn't they wouldn't be playing bronze teams right now. No, because they wouldn't have started league play. So, right, so they're. Probably yeah. I can give you their their four wins. They beat. They won at Almont. They won against Warren Mott at home. They won at Marine City. They won at Parkway Christian, and they lost at Frazier. So that, that's a decent schedule. That's not terrible. I mean, so, I, I've I've seen much worse than that. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed, we have. But uh, yeah, it's just getting to the holiday season and getting through. The, the the winter break where it's it's weird it's like it's busy but it's not because everything feels so condensed into a few days well this is this is the one thing about the the winter schedule that we don't get the other parts of the season like there isn't a week off in football no there isn't well there really weird. isn't a downtime in baseball and softball, except early in the season, you get some rainouts and spring breaks make it a little lighter. But like football, it's weird because it's go 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 go, and then it's all of a sudden after the first round of the playoffs, you're like, oh damn, we have four teams left. Yeah, like it, it's going from where we have the whiteboard filled, we're going, and it's all right, four teams. Let's hope two of them win because two are playing each other, and it's just it, it's all. It, like you hit the emergency break in football. But yeah, this is the only time you have a little bit of the break in a season. Well, baseball and softball is just a sprint. It's yeah. like seven weeks. And I understand the break because it's Christmas right. and New Year's. So I get it. I just, I don't like it. Like, Well, I don't mind it because it, it uh, we talked about this before, how it kind of gives a natural sections to the season how all right this is your non-conference not preseason but this is to see where we stand and where we need to get to for when we come back after break and yeah and then the holiday breaks more for the the showcases and the tournaments and and fun stuff like that so that's what I like about is it kind of just gives a natural order to the year about how yeah, what well, we think we know what these teams are. We've seen every team at least with four scores at least. Some teams have played like nine. And then going into the the, the new year, hey, get going with league play right away because you're going to see the same five teams a lot uh, after the calendar turns over. Yeah, it's just a preference thing for me. It's nothing like in terms of that kind of logic or, or anything. Like I get all that. Um, it's just for me, it goes faster 
when it's go, 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 and we're playing and we're someplace every single night and there's something to do every single uh, well, day as opposed to been go, 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 and I'm revved up and then all of a sudden it's like I haven't done anything for a week. Well, you talk about <laughs> taking a break. Hockey might as well not exist for a month. I, the, the PH is literally off for a month solid between games. Yeah. A month solid. And even Marysville and Northern, it's like two or three weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Th- Thumb Legion has only played like five or six games this season so far. Um, uh, Marysville's off, I think, right now until the 7th. And, and or, or, yeah, and then I think Northern plays uh, earlier than that. I think they play the 4th. But I, I guess part of that's because there's not a lot of Oh, the showcase stuffs don't happen over winter break. It's usually before or right after. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, and, and and basically for hockey, they're already in their their league season. Like they've already played league games. But um, I don't know. I just like that would drive me nuts if if I were a player on Port here and Unified, and it was a month between games, I'd lose my mind. Well, it also like as a coach, that's got to be tough because what do you do for that long? Like I know over winter break, it felt like forever, and it really only ends up being like two weeks for basketball, and you you get some break time in there. But that long, it's like you're almost running a second training camp when you have more than let's call it three or more weeks off. You basically have to run a training camp and get stuff going again, and that's why I do like the two extra games in basketball is now teams don't have to decide okay do we play in the holiday stuff but then have a random 10-day break in the middle of February they can have a pretty evenly and a nicely paced schedule like I'm just trying to think off the top of my head there's not really any teams that are going to go more than 10 days without a game yeah and again as a as a player imagine you're you're on a team that doesn't do a holiday tournament I'd, again, I'd go out of my mind. But if you play near the end of, like, the school, uh, I guess the semester before the break, so you play on, like, the 21st or 22nd, and then you have a game on the 3rd, 4th, or 5th, usually with the, the Christmas and holiday stuff in there, you're at least staying busy for a bit of it. And then, yeah, maybe by the time New Year rolls around. But, I'm getting fat and out of shape. <laughs> well, most coaches, <laughs> most coaches will give – Two, three days off. You might get New Year's Day, and you might get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off. But the rest of the time, you're practicing. Because it's it's Christmas Eve especially. I just ate like a glutton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's what it's there for. Yes. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, anyway, uh, Dennis, you want to remind them one more time where we are the next two days? Well, we're at SC4. The next three days, 13 games in three days, four today, uh, starting at 4 o'clock where Brady will see Yale Marine City girls, followed by Yale Birch Run and boys. Uh, And then I'll jump in, and I've got Landmark and Brown City girls uh, roughly around 530. Yeah, who knows? You'll be wrapping up your second game, and I'll be starting mine. Yeah, it's they try to keep it on schedule, but it just takes one overtime game. It just takes one bloody lip that they have to clean up off the floor that slows the whole thing down because they start at 930. Yeah, and I got the the late game tonight, too, with St. Clair against uh, Arthur Hill and boys basketball. So I, I, I think that one will be worth staying up late for. I do, too. 
It's supposed to tip off around 8.30. Yes, indeed. Anything, and that's if the entire day runs on schedule. Right. <laughs> Anything else, Dennis, you have for us? No, um, other than it was good to kind of come back and, and do a show today. Right. So we'll at least have a show, what, just say Wednesday, Friday, and then maybe on the new year. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't looked at it, looked at it. I think uh, no, just I think the, the Monday is like the, the second. second. So maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know yeah. if we'll have anything to talk about for that one. So that'll be dependent on if we have a show or not. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have the, the last day of the tournament to talk about. So anyway, uh, yeah, so see you all Friday. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.